Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Last week, we discussed cyber strangers. We gave examples of how strangers try to make contact with kids online online, and gave you some conversation ideas on how to get this discussion started with your kids. We also shared a quote, be armed, not alarmed. And we said that one of our Next Talk leaders uses that phrase often. <laughs> it's so much easier to be alarmed. But it is not the way to talk with your kids. When you hear new information, scary, new, difficult, arm yourself and then have discussions with your kids. And today we have that Next Talk leader here with us. Her name is Holly, and um, she helps us out with our high school and college stuff at Next Talk. So her kids are older. Good morning, everybody. Hi. Good How are morning. you? Good morning. Holly's our heads up mama, and uh, she walks a few years ahead of Mandy. Yes. Just a few. Yes. And uh, just a few more ahead of me, but she's always got great wisdom. Um, you have a good Instagram example. Well, yeah. I remember when Holly said to me, my daughter was getting ready to go into middle school a couple years ago. And actually, we had just met, and Holly said, be ready for Instagram. Like, you got to learn Instagram, because in middle school, everybody has it. And even if you're not going to let your daughter have it, you need to walk her through these conversations of what she's going to be seeing, you know, from other people's phones. Absolutely. Yes. It's, you know... You You've got to get prepared for what's coming at your kid. Yeah. It's part of that uh, arming yourself. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Holly. We need to know a little more about who Holly is. <laughs> it's so much fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband and I have been married 23, almost 23 and a half years. Um, I was a very proud military spouse for about 19 of that. And now we're doing something rather different. We have two daughters. They are just at 21, and um, the youngest one is 16, and all that that entails. God bless you. And, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, all day long. Um, and when I'm not doing fun with Next Talk, I'm also a photographer and a traveler and a volunteer in other places, and I work a lot with teenage girls and their moms. So I'm in the middle of it all the time. You're an amazing mentor to us, and I know Mm -hmm. lots of mamas here. She's a great resource for us. She's When I'm in panic freakout mode, I text Holly, (laughs) and she's the one that tells me to breathe. (laughs) This is normal. This happens. And like then she'll give me some talking points um, that I can go to my daughter and talk to calmly and not be crazy mom. She's been a real asset to me. We don't like crazy moms. No. Neither do your kids. No, your kids don't like crazy moms. No. Well, we wanted to have Holly on the show today because she, um, again, has a little bit older kids. Um, Mandy's in the tween and I'm in the little kids section. And so we wanted to represent all the different ages and stages as you're going through this open communication process. Yes, yes. You know, one thing that um, comes to mind right away are restrictions, Mm -hmm. how this looks differently for each of us. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. We did a previous show on like setting restrictions, monitoring, monitoring your kid's phone, those kinds of things. And, you know, we said all those things are great, but it really is about the relationship. 
And so I kind of wanted to go through like each age and stage. Like Kim is going to do like the six and younger. I'm going to do like the seven to 12 age. And then Holly is, you know, 13 plus really. And so let's talk about what this looks like as far as restrictions go and like doing random phone checks, things like that. Well, everything changes, and a lot of times we talk about complacency and wanting to do what we know and what's easy and Mm -hmm. sticking with what we've always done Mm -hmm. because it works. But you can't parent that way. It doesn't work. Um, With my little ones, we need restrictions on, you know, our Netflix and on our tablets. We need to constantly um, be having that conversation with them about protecting their heart and about protecting their mind. Um, it's nonstop at this age because we're planting those seeds. And that's mm-hmm. why mamas with kids my age always feel like we're harping or we're constantly nagging. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much that is it's a constant reminder, like you're digging that soil deep. So you're planting those seeds and it's daily all day long. Uh, but that changes as they get a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when they hit the tween years, you know, this 7 to 8 to 12 year time range, you know, you talk with them a lot about protecting their heart and mind. Like it's their responsibility and making sure that they're getting that. Um, you know, when my daughter, we talked about in our previous show, implementing a cell phone contract and then setting the restrictions, doing random phone checks. Like I did, I did all that in the very beginning. As we build the trust, and as I know we're talking, that happens less and less. Mm -hmm. You know, she's now 13 years old. And so, yes, I still do random phone checks, but they're definitely not as frequent as when she first got her phone. And so I'm seeing myself change in this season, and I love that I have Holly to guide me (laughs) on that because I don't think I would have changed. I think I would be smothering a little bit right now as she's 13 if I didn't have Holly saying to me, okay, you've taught her this for the Mm -hmm. last several years, and you've had these conversations continually. And um, I love what Robert Emmett says, and we use this at Next Talk a lot. Robert Emmett used to be the pastor at Community Bible Church. He said, you know, it's like flying a kite. Mm -hmm. And when you can trust them, you let that kite string out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's an issue, you reel it back, try to talk to them. Mm -hmm. So, Holly... For your age, <laughs> is there any kind? You know, well, you've, got, you've got you've got high school and college. So, what does your monitoring look well, like? Well, one of the things that that I say a lot, another one of my fabulous euphemisms, <laughs> is you you trust what you've taught. Yes. you have to trust what you've taught. And if you've really been planting and you've done the work, then you let that kite string out. And our restrictions at our house are, especially on electronics at this point, are pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. It's if I feel like there's something amiss, I might need to check it. But that happens so rarely mm-hmm. that that is her life. And I trust her. My older one, who's in college, um, you know, almost 21, it's that's not even a thought. Yeah. It's that's her job to manage that. That's her job to manage that portion of her life. Now at this age, the restrictions are: what time do you need to be home? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you need to tell me about the people that you're with? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. I need to know where you're at and with whom you are with. And you better be home on time. Those are the kinds of things. Those are the restrictions we're setting now. Yeah. Is that personal responsibility for your mm-hmm. actual personage? Yeah. And being careful and. You know, if you're going to drive someone home, I need to know who that you are, who you are driving home. If you're mm-hmm. riding home with someone else, does there, you know, is it there's their approval of all the parents, right? Yes. And it's, so, yeah, it's a funny thing how it goes from you know for us with the electronics and the standards <laughs> and all of these things and the rules yes. and all of that to this 
easing into what we always go back to, which is the relationship. Yes. It's got to come down to that every mm. single time, no matter what part of life you're parenting. And expectation. Yes. They need to know that they are expected. You have to set an expectation more than rules or these severe things. It's, mm. it's expectation. I expect you to let me know these things. This is part of your responsibility mm. of getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, we... we refer to Deuteronomy 23 5 a lot at Mm -hmm. next talk you know the Lord God turns the curse into a blessing Mm -hmm. a lot of parents nowadays see technology as curses Mm -hmm. but you know in in this conversation what I'm hearing is is that technology is kind of a blessing Mm -hmm. because it's causing us it's it's forcing us to have some conversations with our kids about protecting their heart and mind about personal responsibility at a very young age so that when we get to your age holly this technology conversation has kind of forced us into when they're out driving on their own all of those things come into play full circle moments absolutely where it's that personal responsibility that we begin teaching when they're little bitty about their that you have to know when you your time is up and know how much is too much and know what is inappropriate and appropriate. You've got to build that in. And technology is so much a part of our lives that that is a beautiful teaching ground, if you will allow it to be. And then when they get older and they're beginning to do the adulting things and they're having that personal responsibility, they know. And that's why we always say, you know, restrictions are great, but it goes back to the relationship. Absolutely. Building the relationship with your child. That's what's going to carry you through all the ages and stages Mm -hmm. of parenting is that healthy dialogue between parent and child. If you're just now tuning in, welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630 The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Okay, so let's talk about a different subject. We talked about restrictions and how that kind of looks different at the ages and stages. What about dating? Oh, super fun. (laughs) So much fun. So, you know, how do we talk about dating at the different ages? So, Kim, go right in there. So, you've got young kids. I do. How do you, like, set foundational truths about this, even though they're way far from dating right now? For me, I really believe modeling is the key mm-hmm. at this age. You, They are not listening to all the details of a beautiful, lovely relationship <laughs> when they're five. <laughs> what they're watching is how daddy respects mommy. So good. How mommy thinks, um, I hear the door, my husband's coming home, and I drop everything to go greet him and tell him, I love you, it's been a great day, we missed you. Um, they're watching how daddy opens the door for mommy. How when we have a disagreement, we both share our feelings and then we come to a resolution and that daddy's not leaving and mommy's not running away. We're choosing to stay and be in it and move forward. They're watching all the modeling at this young age and I think it's paramount that we let them see that. So often we wanna go behind closed doors and not let them see us work through some challenging things or see the beauty of our relationship, you know, giving each other a kiss or a hug for no reason or all of those things. Modeling to me, setting those behaviors and standards um, by the way we treat each other in our friendships, marriage, all relationships, I feel is key 
uh, at the junior stage so that they know what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. And then when we move into the tween age, you know, uh, this eight, 7 to 8 to 12 <laughs> age range, um, the, the relationships are, there's topics that come up. You know, you'll have your kids come home and be like, so-and-so's crushing on this person or so-and-so's mm-hmm. crushing on this person. So it's a great opportunity to talk about crushes. And I, you know, I talk to my kids. I'm like, you know, crushes are normal. They're a part of life. And so let's talk about them. But again, we want to go behind the why. So if one of my kids is crushing on someone, I want to know, why are you crushing on this person? And, you know, I'm looking for things like they treat people nicely. They're smart. They're kind. You know, not they're hot or they're the most popular. And if those are the answers I'm getting, you know, they're they're cute or they're popular or whatever, then I may say, well, are they kind? Are they, you know, to Mm -hmm. kind of interject that. Um, But I try and stay away from well, this person doesn't sound good. Let's stay away from that person. Yeah. You know, because then it just sets up this like rebellion type. Absolutely. Uh, the wall Absolutely. that our kids are like, oh, that's bad. So I want to do that. I mean, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> like when my mom was like, yes. don't do that. And I like did the opposite. Yes. It's like dieting. You know what? I think yes. I still do right? that. I think I still do that at 40. Like yeah, if my no. mom tells me to do something, like yes. I still do the opposite. If I lock up the candy, I'm like. Once everybody's asleep, I'm opening those doors and looking for that candy because I feel I can't have it. So it makes it even more desirable. Yes. So, you know, when we talk about crushes, we talk about qualities. We talk about, um, you know, a balance, Mm -hmm. you know, like don't be madly in love with someone when you're 12. It's okay to have feelings for someone. Yes. It's okay to say, "Ooh, I like this person," it's or really "I like normal. their qualities." Yes. It's, really it's normal. normal. It's yes. normal. Um, and so, so, oftentimes, we are like, "Don't, don't, don't, don't," and then we shut the conversation yes. down. And so, it, at this age, and we do talk about looking for a Christian to date, but but we don't want to get caught up in that label, right? Right. That's Absolutely. one thing that we talk about so much is that you know we look for the qualities because what if somebody says they're this but then they don't act that way or they don't portray that in their life but they just have that label and that can apply to so much yes Yes. not the label but the characteristics or the qualities the characteristics the qualities and that's again it goes back to you set that standard when they're literal so they see it then you put words yes when they're in their tweens and real experiences and then we shift into the yes and they begin to really look for those and they begin to have some discretion Mm -hmm. but those conversations that you had when they were little and then they're in in their adolescent you know the younger adolescents as they're getting to high school you've got to be able to talk you they're going to not tell you as much be prepared for that but they are going to still talk to you some more than others i know boys tend to be a little more quiet and you Mm -hmm. have to approach them more gently and just you know have to find your way down that river uh and with girls sometimes they're going to tell you everything and not but you have to be patient with that and wait on it and continue to be there and maintain that you are always there you have to be their safe place that is so important but it does it comes down to character and you see them beginning to make choices and they begin to sometimes get critical of their friends Mm -hmm. and I know that you know I don't want them to be so hypercritical of their friends all the time and I'll kind of ease over that but what's clicking in my mind is they're paying attention Mm -hmm. they're watching Mm -hmm. because when they get into this adolescence and they move begin to move to that 15 16 17 and their friends are having actual relationships Mm -hmm. they're in love they're doing things and they begin to see when it's not healthy yeah 
Mm-hmm. And they know that. And they are having conversations back and forth, very serious conversations between these kiddos. And when one of mine comes and tells me and, you know, when we'll say, Could I, should I tell her mom? Mm-hmm. It lets me know she's learned. She's yeah. watching for things that aren't healthy in mm-hmm. a relationship. So it's like, okay, she sees healthy. She knows. And we get questions because uh, we did a lot of work this last year with uh, high school moms, Mm -hmm. another person on our team, Kim Nichols and I. And we got a lot of uh, questions from moms about these things. How far do you go in? How far do you not? And it's just you go in as far as you can. You find the trust. You continue to have it. You stay there and stay consistent. So what if, because I know we hear this a lot, Mm -hmm. parents Mm -hmm. saying, what if my kid wants to date someone that is not a Christian? What do I do? (laughs) What do I do? One of our biggest things is, you know, and you can tell this to anyone, you're going to like who you're going to like, first and foremost. And that doesn't have anything to do with the, but trust them a little bit, especially when they're in middle school. You got to have them some, give them some leeway because they're figuring things out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give them a little space. You're constantly looking for the character, the, you know, all of those things, the morals, the, that there's a person who is uh, one of character. Yeah. You begin to look for that first. That cream will rise to the top. Yep. My older daughter had a long longer relationship the young man wasn't a christian but he had great morals and great values and a wonderful loving family ultimately she got to the point in this relationship where his faith wasn't there and it was a big 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 contributor to the relationship ending because they weren't moving in the same direction and she had prayed about it a lot, and he just wasn't making that choice. So that was part of the reason it ended. So you have to trust what you've taught. And you didn't step in will. there. And no. Tell yeah. that's the difference. Well, I loved I think, her through it. I think that's the key, yeah. Holly, is loving them through it. Them when through it. You know, you may have your reservations yes. because of some issues, but if you would have said you are absolutely not allowed to date this person she may not have come to the conclusion that she did on her own but you trusted god and the holy spirit to work through your child and to trust what you've taught over all these years well and i truly believe when any child comes into your home whether it's a best friend or other friends or your child is actually dating your job when someone is brought into your home you pour into them Mm. with love and example it doesn't necessarily have to be your kiddo it can be this this temporary partner so your child true. has is you pour into them. So you good. are there as an example of everything that we are taught to be. Yeah. That's and so good. I think that goes back to also whether it's your child or these kids that are coming in, do not yes. dismiss their feelings. Do yes. not dismiss what they are experiencing and seems very real to them in that moment. And they they feel in we say they feel in H D. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> feelings in HD. I, I, HD. Quote, I quote that in my book. That's another one of Holly. She comes out with these little sayings, <laughs> yes, and we're like, stick. I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm so gifted. Feelings in HD. Um, no, they, they feel in HD, and we forget that as we grow older and we kind of get a mm. thicker skin. We get yeah. muted. We, we, yes, we do. But, you know, and you also as parents, you need to remember that you have a lot of maturity, physical, emotional, mental on these babies, and they don't think like you do. Mm-hmm. And when they feel... They feel it down to their toenails. Mm -hmm. They feel so big. You know, and one thing that I've been really learning with these tween and teen years is 
you know, as a child, I always went with my feelings, always. And so I think I've swung the pendulum so far over to the other side that I've preached into my kids, you can't always trust your feelings. You have to respond in logic. But what I'm learning is, you know, I have to have a balance there, and I have to rely on the Holy Spirit to keep Mm -hmm. me on point. Because my kids do need to feel. They do need to feel crushes. They do need to feel qualities about what they're looking for in someone. Um, but, But being able to talk through that so they they maintain a balance as well Mm -hmm. so it's they let them feel we don't dismiss them but at the same time we're talking to them about the logic and the qualities and kind of wrapping that all together yes yes they've got to feel and it's when they get to an extreme that you kind of have to throttle them back either they're just way too down in the dumps or you know they've let it go to extremes it's like oh let's get it back in the center lane here yeah Okay, so pornography. Uh, you know, we've got to. Oh boy, let's let's change this topic. Let's change this topic because this is going really fast, and I want to get to this yeah. as well. And we're we've got so much. We're going to have to have Holly on again and to ten, talk about so much. Minimum. Yes, um, sign me up. We've got we've got to have a series coming up that we're mm-hmm. getting ready to start on pornography. And you know, this looks different at different ages too. It the does. conversation looks so different. Well, as we've said before, you got to set that foundation again. Same thing with protecting their heart, protecting their mind, talking to them about why we turn away. It's more, a little bit more legalistic and here's how we handle it. We Mm -hmm. turn away, we step away, we talk to mom. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple at that age, but still starting the conversation. Yeah, and in in my age, the tween years, you know, it's preparing them for kids are going to start asking for nudes. Like you're going to see this in your, in your, in your schools and yep. so preparing them role playing with them it's how do become normal how do i say no yes how do i say yes. no nicely how do i not fall into that peer pressure it's okay to stand up um those kinds of things are the conversations we have in the tween years about yes. pornography because i've already set the foundation of the pre you know teach them to guard their own heart and mm-hmm. mind and turn away from the screens but now it becomes like they're sharing pornography with each other yes so process that so holly what does it look like in the teen and college (laughs) years um it's so prevalent and they have to you have to have that foundation so they know what is good and what is not and so many especially young men i know are really realizing that this is a problem but that doesn't matter it's still girls are struggling with being objectified and do they accept it you know especially college age girls really struggle with that it affects their body image Mm -hmm. everything else they're dating and a lot of these young men do it in private but then it kind of comes out in a dating relationship so it's it's still a problem but you have to know i'm here we can work through this Mm -hmm. Uh, let's talk through this and giving them the information at a very adult level of how to talk to someone maybe they're dating who is very much into has succumbed to this porn junk yeah it is junk it's that total conversation and again you're their safe place so if their yes. boyfriend or girlfriend is struggling with it and they confide in your kid you talk them, through it yes it. and talk through it yes. and let's get through this together and let's, let's, let's some help if it's really really bad exactly but through the unconditional love Absolutely. and yeah For our wrap-up segment today, we just want to remember a couple of points as always. Number one, parenting changes through different ages and stages. Do not stay stuck. You've got to change as your kids change. Uh, for example, like we talked about the restrictions, mm-hmm. that's got let that kite string out mm-hmm. as they get older. Uh, number two, conversations get more detailed as kids get older. Start talking early to lay that foundation, but 
it is never too late to start talking. Please never, don't forget never that. Too late. Don't never too late. Never too late. And number three, one thing uh, that never changes, the importance of building a relationship with your child. It always comes back to that. Yep. Relationship, relationship, relationship. Yeah, you know, the relationship with our child. And with every topic we've covered here, you can see how we are all parenting it a little differently. Mm -hmm. But it all goes back to the relationship, that healthy dialogue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the teen years are going to be a little easier if you've been talking since they're in kindergarten because you've created that safe place. But we never want to fall into the trap that it's too late to start because we serve a big God. Mm -hmm. And even if you didn't start when they were little, at any time, God can restore and heal and create create this open communication in your relationship with your child. So good and so true. And thank you so much, Holly, for being here with us today. You you brought the element that we needed for <laughs> mm-hmm. those kids as they get a little bit older. What does that look like? And mom and dad, hang in there. That's this. You're going to get a reward when they when they get a little bit older, and you're going to love the fact you have these wonderful people who know how to communicate with you. Yes. Yeah, you got to keep reminding us of that on the yes. hard days. <laughs> I, I know you've said to me more than once that with your college kid who's older now it's such a beautiful relationship it because is. you guys are i mean you've moved into this right really cool relationship way, you know, like, <laughs> yes you know, she's wonderful yes we do want to remind you to coming up we're going to be starting our pornography series which um, we're going to address it from all different standpoints with professionals counselors authors of books that are relevant to this subject um, it's important and it's at an epidemic level so please make sure to tune in either online or here on the radio. Starting with our next show, you don't want to miss it. Good stuff. Thanks for joining us on the Next Talk radio show today with Mandy and Kim. We're here every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Mm-hmm.